water, earth, fire, air. Welcome to Bending the Elements. Production by the Novice Latest Podcast. With your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. The podcast about all things Avatar. Well, here we are returning to I guess still the the bonus section of this uh this period in the podcast the transition period during book one to book two we did the M. Night uh extravaganza in the middle this one's a little bit of a smaller scale extravaganza but still uh still an exciting one to get to yeah no if uh if you're surprised when I said in part one at the end uh well I guess part two is already out but <laughs> Uh, we were going to book three. We're not. We're not quite there yet. We're, we're we're certainly not quite there yet, as as promised. Like I said, in part yeah. two. Yeah, second side trail because we already had that. Uh, yeah, that second little bonus uh, overview section. I so it's one more before we finally get to book three. Yeah, this is uh, if you're if you're on a record player, this is side B. Hmm. Yes, the unaired unaired pilot. And had you seen this before coming to this? Oh yes, I have. So I kind of want to. I kind of go on a tangent, if you don't mind. If you, if you'll let me, I'm. I, I sure. got. I got something. So if you bought, I don't know if it was the all the DVD, like the all the individual DVDs back in the day. Because remember, uh, like every, I guess television still. I don't know if television still does this or not, but at least in the aughts, uh, maybe for like American cartoons, they would. I guess Japanese cartoons do this as well, but they would. Uh, release bundles and bundles of episodes together uh, separately and not in like one giant disc or not disc, but one giant box set. Um, Cause they would, they would do that. I guess. Yeah. That was also in the nineties as well. When DVD was starting to come out as well. And I guess same with VHS, but anyways, so they would, you know, avatar had, I think five DVDs that would have like a single, like five episodes on them. I remember this. I didn't buy that. Now, what I ended up buying at Best Buy years ago, like I had said, was the all like the complete uh, episode or the complete books. Excuse me. And I got I got to tell you, you 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 own those, right? Like just the DVDs or just the Blu-ray? I just own the Blu-ray pack that came with Cora. It's that big uh, big one. You have got to, or wait, so you own the DVDs of Avatar? Uh, Blu-rays, Blu-rays. Oh, Blu-rays. Okay. I, I gotta I gotta lend you my I guess completed seasons of of Avatar Man because man the box art on this stuff man they were this is something that I I have like not come across when it comes to Blu-ray or uh, except for Blu-rays except for maybe like Criterion and maybe some other I guess A twenty or you know A twenty um not A twenty four what are they called. Like Arrow Video or uh, Arrow Arrow Video, thank you. Yeah, Arrow Video um, or Shout Factory. Those, I think, those guys do some cool stuff with their DVD cases. But man, the or the Blu-ray case, excuse me. But man, this Avatar case, dude, it was it was 
art like it had art to it man and even the dvds themselves like had all the characters on it or not all like but like different characters on it man it it took off dude it was so cool to look at you know how the royal ocean society he's he's all about like um nowadays when it comes to movie posters it's just all the actors um and there's no like art to the poster or like the the, uh, the cover like i feel like that's a thing where we're just not confident in art anymore and we're just like here's here's our movie we're selling our movie on these actors <laughs> uh it's just a face it's just their face mm-hmm. and like i know if you look at the dvd covers like the completed books book covers it's also just like all the characters on there but i think they're actually like i think i think they there was some effort put into it like yeah it's the players of the piece but if you look at like books one books two and three you'll be like all right that's art like even though that is you know the the characters posing and looking in front of us i feel like there's an art to it like book book one man looks so cool because it's got prince zuko in the background with his like scar as like you know symbolizing the villain that his villainous nature and then we have like the three leads just like posing and getting ready for action and like on the bottom we have like the fire navy i think it i think it works really well i think i think that looks pretty cool uh book two's one looks awesome as well and then book three is just ang uh in a silhouette and like the fire lord behind him it's it's really cool yeah i'm just looking it up right now to try to see if i can find him yeah, book two is I think it's uh, it's got Aang in the Avatar state with his eyes glowing. Uh, it's Katara doing I think a move of some sort. It's Toph bending Suki and or uh, Sokka's holding on to Suki, and I think Zuko's in there as well, if I recall. And Bossing Say is in the background. Yeah, I'm only seeing the. Oh, actually, here's a, here's a more expanded one. Yeah, these are pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, they are they are pieces of art, if you ask me. And not to throw like the Blu-ray covers under the bus, because I think they at both them and the discs themselves are cool. But man, I love I love these covers of uh, the original DVDs personally. And actually, that all that box art I think uh, was in uh, all so or some of the discs, the DVD DVD art, excuse me, uh, was like the covers for the single DVDs, if that makes sense. Yep. Okay. All right, tangent over. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll. Uh, I guess I'll read the brief oh. little. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention. I guess <laughs> going. I forgot you asked me about the pilot. It's like, oh yeah. So in the uh, special disc of book one, they have the unaired pilot commentary by uh, Brian and Michael, uh, and that's how I knew about it. But they don't have it without the commentary, which I kind of am like, ah, I kind of, yes. I wish they actually had that. And I got a kind of fume as well. The Blu-ray does not have, I checked it yesterday, does not have the commentary on there either. And I think that's a bunch of baloney. Wait, I'm confused. Were you saying that they, that they, that they don't have the commentary? Cause the uh, one that I saw was only the pilot with the commentary on the Blu-ray. Yeah. Wait, where was it? Um, I wrote down the disc. Let me see. It may have been disc three. Oh, what the? Now, which did you watch on the the disc? The the pilot? No, I had to go get my DVD 
of book mm. one because I didn't think it was on there. I was like, oh, man, these guys didn't even put this on here. Like, what the heck? And apparently it was. But only. Well, that's a faux pas on me. I could only find it with the commentary. And yeah, I think it was either disc three or four. Okay. And so I went to YouTube to, to watch it without commentary. Yeah, no. So we're, we we got the, I don't know if we have the same one. Uh, <laughs> I love doing this. Um, I got Daisy Doves her on her channel. She's got this. It's nine years ago at like uh, yeah. 37,000. Okay. Yeah, we're good. And it's like 15 minutes, three seconds. Um, the wiki claimed that it was on the avatar YouTube, official avatar YouTube channel, but it was like unlisted. I checked, couldn't find it at all. By the way, that avatar channel is the definition of cringe for me. Cause I understand they're like what, who they're appealing to. It's like, you know, it's the modern, I guess, internet audience. So it's a lot of like close-ups of in-between faces or whatnot or in-betweens and oh like you know top 10 kisses in avatar i'm like oh give me a break oh wow okay whatever so uh but obviously that's not for that's it's it's not for me i i, I understand that it's they're, they're trying to get views which i'm like you know fair enough i mean you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> so yeah. uh but yes i did see this pilot before um by Brike, and then I watched it on YouTube many years ago as well, um, without the commentary. And uh, I will kind of put my cards down and say I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, and I think I'll hold my cards uh, close to my chest on that one. We'll see as we uh, as we go along. By all means, by all means. The summary, sir, please. Yeah, just before we jump into the summary, I'll say this one was uh, written and directed by Michael Dante DiMartino and, and Brian Konitzko. So our two uh, pair of buds there taking the reins. Yep. Uh, but for the summary, we start this pilot with Team Avatar enjoying some flight on everybody's favorite bison chauffeur, Appa. But their flight is disrupted when a mysterious firebending ship captain decides to go on the attack. A minor fight ensues, but that is soon interrupted when a giant sea serpent attacks, leaving the fire ship at a disadvantage. Well, the air crew flies off to safer shores. Now parked, Kaya practices some waterbending techniques and Sokka gets annoyed and demeans the practice. He decides to try and get some lunch for the group, but Aang uses airbending to deflect Sokka's boomerang and accidentally destroys the food. So Sokka goes off on his own to track down some more and comes across some Fire Nation troopers. After realizing that Sokka has been gone for far too long, Kai and Aang go and search for him and find him on the way to an Earth Nation stronghold. Kai goes off on her own, refusing to allow Aang to join her, because his role as avatar is too important to risk his safety for someone as small as Sokka. At the stronghold, we see that the firebending ship captain we met earlier is in charge, and him and Sokka are having some verbal spats. Kai arrives to confront this leader, and ignoring her demands, Aang comes to join the fight as well. He uses airbending to easily battle the troopers, but the leader, now named Zuko, proves a more difficult opponent. The fight escalates, and eventually they get to the top of a structure that they're building, and Aang's airbending abilities allow him to not only save himself when the building starts to fall apart, but also Zuko. Aang swoops down and saves his two buds, and the three of them fly back to Appa, and the group take off to their next adventure as we soar into the series proper, and that's how we end the unaired Avatar pilot. So there we go. Not too much plot for this one. I wonder why. <laughs> yes. Oh, but I guess we'll we'll jump into it if you're at the old... Timestamp zero zero, just like this is. Uh, I wrote my notes 
Book zero, chapter zero. <laughs> Definitely. So we'll hit play in three, two, one, play. Not that it matters. Yeah, and we start off with a pretty cool opening. I'm, I mean, we'll get into it. I'm maybe glad that this wasn't the opening that they went through, but after seeing the, the regular opening for so much, it's kind of fun to see this variation. I absolutely love this variation. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Hey, look, it's a lion turtle. I did like seeing that. I thought that was either a fun piece of setup or maybe they just thought that'd be a fun desi- design and decided later uh, what to do with it. But I guess that's maybe slightly spoilers. <laughs> oh, it isn't. It's just a lion turtle. They like Ang mentioned it back in the library. Yeah, I like some of the more cartoony aspects of this this opening. Like when we were pulling out on the map and we saw that thing pop up and it had like a like a sound effect that sounded a little more cartoonish. So Yeah, no, that little like lemur marsupial looking bud. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think I, I like that opening too. I think they probably made it the right decision to not have that in there if they were like trying to make people take the show a little more seriously. Yeah. And some of the narration here is different as well, more expanded. I don't exactly remember what the original first episode's narration was, but I think it was more similar to this. Whistler's son, I think. Pretty sure it is. Yeah, I'm a few seconds behind. I didn't realize how CGI Aang looked in the uh, when he was frozen in the, the iceberg there. Really? Was that CGI? Yeah, if you go back, yeah, he looked pretty CGI-ish. It's kind of weird. All right, let's see. I mean, I know they use CGI in this, but like, I don't... Huh. Maybe. Uh, I don't think so. Here, I'll go back to it. Let's see. Uh... Something looks CGI, but maybe it was just the motion. Let me see. I don't, I don't know. So not to break down the entire like trailer by or the opening by scene by scene, but I do like the differences. And maybe that is just because, you know, they're different and whatnot. Obviously, this could have been uh, where's where's this? Where's the uh, in, uh, what if book? Uh, the Elseworlds of, of what this world looks like. Yeah, that's that would be interesting. Well, I guess maybe another Elseworlds is uh, M. Night's version. Yeah, no, exactly. So we got a exactly. couple different. Uh... You should have just like taken all of this and used it instead, because uh, as far as our, uh, at least from what you know, Brian and Mike said, there was no uh, Avatar State, or it was <laughs> it wasn't as developed, excuse me, as it would be in the series, of course. But again, this is two thousand two for these guys, uh, and they're working hard on this. So good, good on them. But I like how the water that is supposed to be uh, the the water bender is supposed to be Master Paku. Um, and I like in the background, the building and how it kind of looks Russian, uh, influenced in a way, if that may, like, it looks like, uh, Russian architecture. If you've, if you've seen it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. It looks really nice. I, again, just different. Uh, I, I like with what, what they were going with. I don't know if that was like intended, like they said, like, oh, just buildings in the background. I'm like, did you intend for it to be a little more Russian influenced or, or not? Yeah, no, that I am curious to know some of the you know, some of the thoughts behind this. Like, I'm curious why they changed the name of uh, Katara, which I guess we'll get into maybe more a little, little bit later. Yeah, a little more. And then, of course, the big thing, the big huge thing is that the Earthbender was originally supposed to be Toph. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, no, that was that. And they said that in the um, in the commentary. So I know I'm probably echoing a bunch of what they said, but like, no, they they were meant to that was meant to be Toph. Uh, and then that later got redesigned into several other characters, including a, uh, a future character we'll see in the uh, next series. I won't spoil who, but 
We have that, and just Firebender Lady is just, I don't know, like nobody, but boy, the uh, the uh, design for the armor is a little bit different, eh? Yep. Yeah, definitely different. And then we have Aang there doing his, you know, air scooter, which is awesome. Um, and then we get the Fire Nation, and boy, they're a lot more, uh, I mean, we haven't seen the capital yet, but I wonder if that's what the, uh, <laughs> good thing we're going into book three for this. <laughs> um, boy, is that what they're i guess style of architecture looks like a lot of metal i guess yeah i'm curious to see how much that actually translates once we uh yeah, get to that stuff yeah you're you're, you're right on there and then we have i love i love like at like 124 at least on our screens i love just how simple everything is and it looks very storybooky and i don't know just, as as ang looks into like the world I, I i like it i i really enjoy it yeah, but are we past the uh, past the intro there? Yes, we are past the intro. Now we may now begin. Yeah, and we we start with a very floppy legged uh, Appa. In fact, that was making me think of the M Night Shyamalan movie because I remember there was a scene that we were commenting how Appa's legs look super duper like flappy. So I think they're more hoof like. At least what I looked at, I was like, hmm, they look because they don't look as like his individual digits for finger. yeah look at that it's not maybe it's not hoof like but they're not as um yeah his, his yes yeah, exactly there you go they're not as like uh finger like yeah. they're yeah. they're more like pads almost like a cat yeah and of course our copy that we're watching is not an hd so maybe some of those details be more refined in a more higher quality version no that's fair uh if we ever oh well, i wish i had seen that in the blu-ray but yes <laughs> me too <laughs> that's, that's on me um so right off the bat we kind of get like an introduction and what the what the creators were saying is that uh nickelodeon didn't want a traditional pilot of like all right here's how everything goes they actually wanted like us in not the act not, not i don't just mean like in the action in the beginning but just like uh think of this not as the first episode think of this as like episode eight like what are the what is the gang doing in episode eight for instance um and i'm like that's a cool idea it's kind of like a it's kind of like a demo in a video game uh when they when they released those back in the day of like it's so, some demos started off the game immediately others just like had you at a certain starting point uh maybe later on in the game just to show like certain set pieces and whatnot i think this pilot does uh, the same thing but uh well i guess we'll get into it more yeah oh boy i was just, i was gonna say something about that in uh Oh, it lost me. I, I made it. you forget. I'm so sorry. No, no, I just, I was trying to write down a notice. I was trying to remember it. And then once I started writing, it was gone. <laughs> you'll, you'll, I think you'll remember it. Um, Hopefully. But we, we, uh, so Aang, as we, we heard from uh, the intro, this, this care, this avatar who has to master uh, all four elements to save the world, whatever that means, um, is a cheerful guy in a situation where his uh, compatriot Sokka named Sokka um, is like, we're going to die, <laughs> which spells it out pretty quickly that this guy uh, is either a fatalist or just a defeatist. <laughs> yes. It's like, come on, man. How are you supposed to like beat these, these guys up using harsh language? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Just cause I remembered what I was going to say. Uh... Good. Say it. Yeah, that's that reminds me of I think it was literally the fifth episode with um, Superboy countdown to nowhere. <laughs> yes, yes, there you go. 
Yeah, so yeah, I guess that was a standard thing with pilots. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, for all those who are confused, go uh, yes. to our other channel and uh, search up our Superboy pilot. Uh, you'll understand yeah. why. Yeah, I'll include a link in the description for anybody who's interested. Yeah, don't forget to include this link, even though people probably can find it easily. But anyways. Oh, for the episode itself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for the episode itself. Yeah. Thank you. Continue, please. Yeah, and right now I'm paused on Zuko's face. Not only does he look... I think a little bit older, but the the style of the animation looks more more different. It almost looks like uh, like a '90s style of animation or something. It's a little bit more. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It has less of an anime look to it. Some of this stuff, I think. Interesting. Yeah, I was thinking like I don't know. Uh, I was thinking that that Ghostbusters, whatever, whatever that one's called. Oh, the, ex- extreme? the extreme Ghostbusters. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I was thinking of that a little bit. I don't know why. Uh, I think this stands out from a lot of the their contemporaries at the time still. Yeah, and I more mean character designs, I'll just say. Okay, character designs. Yeah. E- even then, like, this doesn't scream 90s or even early aughts to me. Like, I think that's another thing that, like, with the show proper, I can never tell what, like, era they're in. Like, mm. with, with Japanese animation, for instance, when you look at television, you can actually almost see, like, an evolution. Some might say de-evolution almost. Well, that's not here. I'm not going to talk about that now. But let's just say that, you know, you look at the 60s, you look at the 70s, 80s, 90s, uh, aughts, new 10s. There's there's a like styles change. Some faces look the same throughout different series. Others don't. Again, I, I shouldn't get into it. But like Avatar honestly doesn't feel like it's in like i can't lump it even though it's even though it's an odd show i can't lump it in the odds like it just does not look like well i mean it doesn't look like samurai jack i mean that's intentional of course because they're, they're two different shows but yeah I don't know, just it just i like that about this like i can't say like oh this is so 2002 or or one like it, it honestly feels timeless to me or at least okay maybe pre-2010 i could say that but yeah, maybe it does. Okay, maybe it does feel like odds because I feel like a '90s look would look differently. There's not much of a graininess to it. I think also it helps that it's in a fantasy world and not like the real world. Yeah, and, and again, I, I only mean kind of the the character designs, and specifically for uh, for Sokka and Katara and for uh, uh, Zuko. I think Aang still looks fairly angish for the most part uh yeah well i think we'll get into it a little more but before that so we me so uh so uh sokka's a fatalist uh, and or defeatist uh kaya is i guess supporting him and that we gotta like you know do something ang and he, he engages in invasive maneuvers and we cut to uh this one uh ship captain yeah, firebending ship captain. Hmm, he looks uh, mysterious, yeah. Yes, unnamed ship captain who has a scar. wonder how he got that scar. Yeah. Uh, don't know why, but uh, he immediately states his characterization, I assume, and he wants he wants this boy. Uh, he wants this boy for some reason and yells at some of his uh, underlings to do a better job at capturing him or else they're going to end up in the ocean uh, swimming back to base uh, in their armor. Probably not the best idea. Yeah, and I think it's... Uh, did you say this was 2002 that this episode was made? I believe so. Uh, states what you were going to say. 
Yeah, it's interesting how many people, uh, how many of the actors they managed to secure already. Because uh, is it Dante Bosco playing uh, uh, Prince Zuko? Everybody save for Aang is all the returning cast, or I guess pre cast. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. It's it's all their actors save for one. Uh, one Mitchell Musso. Yes. Plays Aang in this pilot. And what he's known for, at least what I know him from, is he was uh, one of the friends on Hannah Montana. And then he's also the voice of Phineas of Phineas and Ferb fame. Oh, I didn't realize about Phineas and Ferb. Mm. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I just looked at the picture, but yeah. Yeah, no, that, and I guess we'll discuss him when we get more of Aang. But I do feel like, um, I guess, Kaya with the introduction, there's a little bit of a difference performance there. Dante Bosco, I feel like, is mostly there. He feels mostly how Zuko feels later in the show, uh, in the first season, at least. Yes, yeah, so whatever this pilot, whatever this person you're, uh, who he is, yes, potentially. Well, I will lead us through here, wherever you are. Of I'm course, sure. yeah, don't worry. So this ship captain threatens to throw his crew overboards if they don't act up and whatnot. And so they do something that I don't actually think has ever been done in the uh, show proper, um, where they... Okay, actually, it's not true. Uh, but they, yeah, so they do this thing where they combine all their power, <laughs> all their com- powers combined. Not they just all like stand um, in front of each other and create this giant fireball uh, that launches into the air. So they don't have a catapult. Instead, it flies up in the air, uh, goes over this crew, this this boomerang gang. I mean, sorry, these this this sky bison gang, and uh, blows up uh, above them in their face with a shower of sparks. Uh, that is coming down and also leads to even more evasive maneuvers. Um, so while it's not, I think in the show proper, the closest thing that we do get uh, in the show is if you remember in episode two, book one, uh, when Aang and the gang are trying to escape uh, uncle Iroh and Zuko combine their, their powers to like throw this, you know, charged fire blast uh, at Aang. And uh, then he, smacks it back with his boomerang or with his staff excuse me so that's the closest thing i can think of yeah no that sound yeah close thing i can think of too but i do like some of this uh some of this fighting stuff and i really like when appa kind of lands in the water it almost looked like like he's trying to like run on top of the water I thought that looked kind of funny. Yeah, no, it's really cool uh, how he's almost like skidding along. So it's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, yeah. run, 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 run. <laughs> it's like almost like a, either like a squirrel or a cat trying to like get their way. Almost like a, the cat bus in a way. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But as they're uh, skidding away there, we see below them is, yeah, this sea serpent. And I'm pretty huh. sure we've seen this design before. But I well, can't remember. I can't remember if it was the serpent's pass or... The serpent that we saw in uh, book one ah, early on. The Unagi. Unagi, there you go. I can't remember which which one seems more similar. It's not the Unagi, because that could blast water from uh, its mouth. Uh, this is the serpent from Serpent's Pass uh, later on down the line. I'm pretty sure this is the same design. I don't know if they did much with it. For all we know, we actually don't know what this serpent looks like underwater. <laughs> like, we only know it from its like head to maybe like fin yeah. area uh back uh or back dorsal fin uh so we i have no idea what it actually looks like in scale maybe maybe <laughs> it's like uh king Ghidorah in uh godzilla and the planet eater where the 
the model just broke the the entire like com- uh, uh, system <laughs> or software. Excuse me, probably not. But um, yeah, they immediately like you know, Aang and uh, gets Appa out of there, and then this serpent turns its attention away from the fleeting uh, food to uh, approaching food. Uh, that is the, uh, the the unnamed captain's uh, ship. And he readies enough stance. His uh, crew members retreat. One faints. And he readies himself with some a glow from his hands. And uh, the serpent attacks. We fade to black. Yeah, and I... Yeah, the, his uh, little troopers there. They sure are like... Uh like the battle droids or something, just a bunch of dummies. They all flee cowardly. One of them just faints. I was like, oh boy, I'm glad that they didn't uh, go with that technique going forward. I wonder if this was like their, not attempt, but like at least again, they have to, this is showing uh, executives, you know, what what could have pleased them. So I assume that it, I don't know if it was reaching the lowest common denominator, but it was at least saying like, Hey, there's, here's some comedy for you guys. So even yeah. if it's that easy, it's like I don't I don't find it like that offensive. <laughs> no, no. I'm like that's pretty funny. But I am glad that 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 they didn't go with that for that's the fair. going to the series. I think for this it works, but I, I I see your point. Yeah, but when we cut back to uh to Team Avatar, they're kind of they they're doing a, what they do in a book one a lot, just kind of sitting around. Guitar is doing some airbending. Aang really isn't paying much attention to the lesson if she is trying to teach him. And Sokka's just demeaning the whole thing. Like, ah, this is all pointless. What are you talking about here, bud? Uh, so the we, we then cut to this, like, island. Really nice, well-designed island, I'll say. Uh, we then cut from there to this beach where we see this this Sokka character. Uh, or I think his name's Sokka. I don't know, actually, no. Um, but anyway. Um, oh, yeah, Brother and Sokka. Yeah, never mind. Uh, so we see Sokka sharpening his boomerang and whatnot. And this, this Kaya... Uh, is water bending? I don't know if she's air bending or whatnot. Uh, practicing this this art that she can do. It's really cool. She can telekinetically uh, control the water, whereas uh, that captain there before could like create fire from their his hands. And same with his crew members. Uh, and we'll see what this uh, this this Ang character can do. Uh, but yeah, it's just right now she's doing some practicing and. Yeah, for some reason, Sokka is scolding her for some reason. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Okay. Uh, so she's moving the water back and forth. Actually, what she's trying to do is, well, it is practice. She's trying to get uh, a bunch of a bunch of water from the ocean, which shouldn't you, you know, boil that and also let it, like, all the impurities drop back down to the water or drop, drop into the bottom of a bucket I, okay let's uh yeah so uh she actually drops it on on ang and i like his little air blast he does his little dome and then dries himself off and then poor uh poor momo seems to get the brunt of the water yeah he just sits there kind of stunned now i like momo in this they don't really do too much with him but i like that they uh seem to get his role too pretty well here yeah he's a lot more uh i'll mention it a little later but he's a lot more cat-like uh, yeah. in this which is uh, a little bit of departure but i think his design is pretty much the same from this to the the actual series yeah although it's uh it's interesting how much the water design whenever they're pulling it out looks so much like the cgi from the abyss 
that's kind of an interesting thing that they developed and changed. <laughs> I assume it was for costs. Like again, yes, it's, it's like the it's like the Wonder Woman pilot again. We did that too uh, in the other channel um, where I look past some of this, where it's just like, this is meant to impress the uh, executives to, you know, please them so that they could get their show greenlit. So if they had to cut costs somewhere, I accept it for what it is given what we have now. Um, doesn't bother me, but I can see it bothering a lot of people. Um, yep. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so like, I actually do enjoy some of these designs. Uh, I see your point though, where yeah, the designs are very different. I I can sort of see it with Zuko, but definitely with or sorry, unnamed ship captain. But I can definitely see it very different with Ang, Katara, and Sokka. The mm-hmm. eyes, something with the eyes. Yep, and I like it. I really like it. I don't know what it is, what they did with it, but like, I think it works pretty good. Uh, the studio, I believe, Encore Video, I believe, uh, recently did a movie, they said, not recently, but like uh, Brian was saying they had done a movie uh, before, so they got to work on this pilot. And yeah, honestly, I could almost see this, the designs, at least for for some, some of these designs, kind of remind me of something out of like Studio 4C. Uh, if you if you remember one of the studios that did the uh, animation for um, the memories, Katsuhiro Tomo's memories, mm. uh, the magnetic rose, if if you remember that one, yeah, certainly do, yeah. yeah, and then some of the animatrix and uh, bits as well. So they kind of remind me of some of those designs. Not all, not all of them do, but I, I'm just like, yeah, this these designs kind of work. Uh, one thing different is that Aang's a lot more tanned. He's a lot more. He's got a little bit of uh, suntan or, or something like that on him. Yeah, yeah. And Katara try or Kaya, I should say, tries to get him to shape up and get into the get into the practice, like get in the position here. But Aang notices that Sokka's lining up to try to get this fruit that's in a nearby tree and looks like an asparagus tree and Aang's like yeah let, let me use this as an as a chance to uh, kind of show off and show her that I know some moves too and so he's like you got to get your legs right and he waits for Sokka to throw the boomerang and then he uses his air air bending to manipulate the uh the flow of the boomerang and kind of makes a big mess of it just blows up the food and yeah that's that's no good so at least how I interpreted the scene uh, is so Kaya's really trying to like hone these skills. Um, this, this waterbending skill that she has and uh, Aang. Well, okay. Earlier um, Sokka made a, a, a comment about how um, calling Aang uh, Kaya's boyfriend and Aang seemed to be like, Oh yes, let's go. And then, Kaya's just like, he's not my boyfriend. Ah, oh, shut down. This sucks. Um, and she makes a joke about how Sokka played with her dolls at one point. Uh, I was six at the time, he says. Um, but then, yeah, so Aang, you know, tries to cheer up Katara and, or, I mean, Kaya, excuse me, uh, slip of the tongue. And he gives a interesting idea of like, hmm, I wonder if this is where bending comes from. Because he's like, the energy comes from within the earth. We comes up from our feet uh, into our bodies. I'm like, Hmm, is that how bending is formed? Interesting. And 
shows, you know, like kind of seems like a horse stance for her. And as Sokka's about to get food for them to eat uh, with his boomerang, he's going to like hit that asparagus tree and knock the fruit off. Uh, Aang's like, here, watch this. Uh, I'll show you, you know, what I, I'll demonstrate what I'm talking about and creates a, uh, I guess, air bolt and, or air disc throws it at the asparagus tree before the boomerang gets there and uh, blasts away all the fruit uh, into mush before the boomerang lands on the tree and slices a leaf off and returns to Sokka where he's not having it. He's, uh, he's, he's going to have a huff there. Uh, and he's just like, wasn't me. And uh, yeah. What the heck kid? Like, what, what, what are you doing here? Um, he gives a huff and Aang's like, the earth will provide for us. Uh, and then he's like, you gotta go look for, or Sokka's like, you gotta go look for food now. And Kai is very much on the uh, side of, no, 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 Sokka. Aang is the avatar. We can't let anything happen to him. We have to protect him. He's gotta basically be locked inside a room for the rest of his life and not do any actions on his own. Uh, he needs to be spoon fed all this stuff. And yeah, that's at least something of the episode. I kind of like that, that it's, uh, yeah, Aang cannot put himself in danger because he's too much of, uh, he's too important. Uh, so I, I kind of like that. I, I like that there's some, there's a theme going on in this episode immediately. Um, Kai's the one to project or voice, excuse me. Uh, yeah. and then Sokka goes off being like, better not do that again or else I eat Momo. Like, Eesh, okay. Yeah. I was surprised by that. <laughs> More I mean, hey we don't we, yeah we don't know we don't know anything about momo yet but but even still um one of the things that we um well, I, one design actually that's a little different in uh with with ang is that you could see if you look at his pants um his pants are kind of connected in a way they're not necessarily a skirt but you can kind of see like one folds into the other oh yeah no i see what you mean yeah uh, and Brian Konitsko said that that was impossible to animate, so they changed it. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, in the uh, in the actual show. So it's like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, don't, I think it works as a, I think those are real pants, like, or ba- based off of real world pants. Uh, I can't tell you what those are, but it was nice at least to uh, see like, okay, there's a small change other than like what the firebenders are wearing. Um, yeah. So Sokka's, you know, wandering through the forest and finds himself a bush with berries. And, well, you know, not all berries are edible uh, or at least digestible, excuse me. And he finds that out quickly enough. Uh, it doesn't turn out to be like his grandnephew uh, in the next series. But even still, um, he then comes across two firebenders with uh, some rhinosaurus looking uh, animals and gets caught it's like oh no that's not good mm. yeah another common plot that we'll see uh, going forward into the series that's true uh next scene we have any i guess nothing to comment on uh seems yeah this <laughs> this this soccer character complaining and being fatalistic as always has uh resulted in him getting captured that's uh seems like there's a uh, correlation there yeah and i do like that they or it's, it's... I was going to say, it's kind of nice coming back to this season and seeing where they were as characters. Yeah. And it's nice to see that Sokka's way is pretty well established right from the start. Yeah, it always it always was, eh? Uh, then we get in the next scene, um, what I didn't really, don't think I've seen in the 
series proper in a way of uh, tying Appa's ropes are not ropes, but his uh, leash, not not leash, excuse me, but whatever it is onto his uh, onto yeah. his horns reins. Thank you. His reins on his horns. And uh, Kai's doing a really good job. And Ang is, uh, well, Ang's not exactly uh, he's he's mimicking me, basically, or I'm mimicking him, basically. <laughs> Yeah, again, a very common thing to see and going forward into book one, it's Aang just not participating, just kind of enjoying the enjoying the beauty of life, not worried about doing stuff like that. I like the bird sitting on his head, too. That feels like an avatar. The, the animals are attracted to him type of thing. Yeah, you could almost say like it's a he's he's not enjoying it's not pleasures of the flesh like uh, a certain character, but it is uh, certainly I guess yeah, enjoying the smaller moments of life and being laid back as uh, the as Brian Knisco once again said that he's modeling Ang after a uh, Huckleberry Finn, uh, especially with the uh, with nature kind of like being a magnet to him almost. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, and Kaya kind of berates him in a way of like, "You taught me how to do how to like get." Uh, get his re- to uh, tie his reins. This is your bison. You should, you know, know how to do this. And he's he quickly uh, redirects it to as as you can see, the student has now uh, become the master, and uh, the master uh, hands over the reins to you. <laughs> that being his little uh, flower, he gives to her again, trying to either very much trying to impress her, and uh, I don't know, just be like laid back and relaxed and all that stuff. Yeah, they're definitely not going as subtle with the romance angle this time around. It's kind of out there, but again, maybe that's to you know give the. Yeah. It's kind of a one-sided romance in a way. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, Kai accepts this this flower, although kind of I guess just tosses it aside. Uh, but uh, just as uh, you know, she says that. Uh, oh, what's what, what's up, Lassie? What's going on? I mean, Momo. <laughs> That was another reference that they had uh, where it was just like, hmm. Yeah, Sokka stuck in the well. Oh, not again. He's there with Timmy. He's always stuck he got in the some, well. some bad berries and he went for some water. And then, you know, Sokka has got those butter feet slipped right in. Not the butter feet. And like, yeah, so Momo uh, goes a flying and whatnot. And uh, we, 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 we see that Aang. Uh, Ang's staff can turn into this glider, which is pretty cool. And uh, then Kai gets on top of it, like holds on to the, uh, the the top part of it, and didn't see that in the series. Um, and yeah. doesn't seem like she's a fan of individual flying, if that makes sense. Like she's she seemed fine on Appa, but she doesn't seem comfortable uh, when Ang is in control, I guess, or at least on something so unstable. Yeah, and I would think it was much more difficult to control if Katara's on the top of it. Yeah, that doesn't seem... Uh, yeah, if Kaya is on top of it, you're right. Kaya, yeah. Aerodynamically sound, I wouldn't yeah. think. Um, exactly. It's like it's like two people trying to like stay on a, on one, on a snowboard only made for one person. <laughs> you can see the uh, problems there. But yes, Momo leads them to the well. Uh, or in this case, a Fire Nation uh construction site or fortress excuse me yeah yeah then right at the front of it we see uh these two uh whatever those lizard lizard guy are lizard guys are giant komodos i think you used to call them and Sokka's on the back one just flopping around like a little fish going towards the stronghold yeah 
captured and either used as bait or just like, hey, we got another prisoner that we have to, whose mouth we have to feed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kai immediately springs into action, uh, being like, Sokka, no. And then Aang's just like, hang on, I'll do this. And once again, she, she scolds him and puts him down, berates him for saying like, you are the MacGuffin. I mean, you are the uh, chosen one. I mean, you're important to the plot. <laughs> you're the avatar. You can't put yourself in danger. This is, it's not, you're not ready yet for this. You can't do it. And she, you're, you're, you're on your sideline. You're on, you're benched and uh, benches him. But before, so she's like, I'll go in there uh, and get him myself. Uh, and before she leaves, Aang is like, just remember Kaya. It's all in the legs. Uh, thoughts? Uh, no thoughts. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Uh, so then we go inside of said fortress and or stronghold and we see the serpent's head yes i was like oh man that's uh that's intense are they gonna eat this guy or is it a new trophy for uh for this this fire prince or fire uh, uh captain i should say yeah yeah no yeah but i was like oh that's too bad that guy like he was just trying to protect his uh his region <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I assume it's most likely a war trophy. <laughs> yeah, and I like that uh, that they're using these these birds to send messages. I thought that was an interesting touch. I don't remember seeing a lot of that. We'll see that next season. Uh, so, like, the creators were like, this is hockey. And just like how Aang has Momo as a sidekick or as an animal compatriot, mm. uh, this is Zuko's compatriot. Given that we we're kind of missing one specific character. So... Yeah, it was just his messenger hawk and uh, just orders that uh, the avatar's playmate, whatever that means, uh, be brought to him. Uh, come from there. Any, anything else to add? Uh, no, the, the hawk is, is, is an interesting touch. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, and so Aang is over back back to the cliffside. We see Aang uh, doing some, uh, I guess, like playing with Momo by like telekinetically using the air to lift the rock. So he's not earth bending. Technically he's using the air to like control the rock, which is cool and using it as like a little uh, toy for Momo to uh, grab mm-hmm. at paw at as if he were a cat and basically monologuing to him of like, yeah, Kaya doesn't all like, Oh yeah, you can't be the avatar and whatnot, but I secretly have a crush for you. It's like, this is, you can't you can't ground spider-man like you can't keep me down uh, and yeah just you know doing that stuff and he's like no i gotta i gotta like and ba- basically like convinces himself to um go in there uh because it's the right thing to do uh may i just say i love this animation of of yeah. him like you know skipping the rock up and down for uh for momo to catch i think it's really cool yeah i also think it's really cool and i also uh it's an interesting angle to see them being so overprotective with Aang where they're like, Oh no, he can't do anything. Yeah, no. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been a different uh, book one if we'd seen a lot of that going on, but it was interesting to see it here. Definitely a different uh, angle (laughs) to take with them. What's that term called for parenting a child? Is it like umbrella parents or like um, helicopter? There we go. Yeah. Helicopter parents. Like they're literally just being bad to Aang. It's like, no, 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 no. You can't do anything, even though you're very important to the world. Like you just can't do that. Yeah. To the point that Katara thinks that she can go in there on her own to tackle all these, these fire, 
Fire Nation troopers. Like that's a little, it's a little bold, or maybe a little bit uh, pig-headed, or or maybe not pig-headed. What's the word? Uh, <laughs> arrogant, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, and not knowing what she's. I mean, I assume she was gonna sneak in there and not like cause a distract, like any cause any. Uh, be, be a little more discreet, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. Aang, I love also the little bit of animation where he like f- like does uh, like rolls onto his back from the rock, and he also like uses his leg to or his foot to grab the staff. I think that was really well animated. Yeah, no, that was cool. Yeah, and and then also the rock uh, lands on Momo's head, and like a cat, he just starts like pawing at it. He like attacks it and whatnot. <laughs> Kanetsuko said he was looking on the internet in 2002 for cat for images and videos of cats doing that. Just that. I'm like, that video must have been in like ten pix like ten pixels or something like that. Because <laughs> wow, we get a really good shot though of uh, this character yeah this 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 unnamed fire captain uh at like 801 and he's just looking off into the sunset or the 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 sky the horizon it's really cool shot i i really do enjoy that um and sokka is brought to him though on the on the ground and Sokka berates him and want like hey why don't you come down here and give me an actual fight yeah and how and with your stupid ugly scar and that like obviously triggers him in a way and uh well then he makes himself known but goes down there his face and uh the guards also kind of back away before as he says like that stupid scar yeah and again we get a another look at these uh these troopers with their strange outfits i don't know i'm not complaining but it's definitely a very different different look and i don't know yeah i mean uh, i believe some of these were maybe not the art maybe not the helmets but some of the armor was a little bit more revised, but later was actually used in, if you remember, you probably don't remember this, but in, I think it was Siege of the North Part 1, where uh, when the Water Tribe, or Northern Water Tribe Army, they were going to go infiltrate uh, Commander Zhao's fleet. Uh, they were going to use outdated, uh, from like a previous era Fire Nation uh uniforms and armor oh, yeah. and this mm. is kind of like what they used <laughs> in a way obviously again it was more redesigned uh than this but yeah no they pretty much brought that back there's what i like about this this pilot is that this episode zero is that there's a lot of things that they did reuse and bring back but ultimately this episode is still kind of like self-contained in its own thing which I really do like um yeah but one of the uh when Sokka was kind of berating Zucorp zuko up there or this fire uh benny captain i don't know if they said the name yet i actually don't remember either <laughs> um but he did comment he called him scar boy and then we saw a, like a close-up of his eye and he looked pretty pretty choked so yep. so some more good setup there yeah and he like flings himself down and lands on all fours and like kind of huffs really and and like fire comes out of his nostrils it's like oh you you poke the bear too hard there Sokka. Mm-hmm. maybe don't do that Thankfully, his uh, he doesn't get mauled to death by this captain uh, just yet. As uh, Kaya got ca- oh for c- c- crying out loud, <laughs> dang it! All right, well this is uh, this isn't good. She's also caught, and yep. um, I is <laughs> sorry. Just what I eventually just saw. Um, so Zuko, or I mean, uh, the captain realizes that 
Um, the avatar must be on the island if these two are here. So he immediately is like, search, send out a search party. 828. Oh, and it like freezes on Aang's face just as it goes between them. Look at that big, stupid face. I love it. <laughs> and also you can see the clear difference between like his pants as well, where one folds in the other. Mm. Yeah, and I, I thought almost he looked kind of scary there. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, what's that yeah. crazy looking face? <laughs> This guy's a maniac. Anyways, um, yeah. uh, this, of course, was later used in, I think it was the uh, King of Amashu, uh, book one, episode five, if I recall. Yes, when they're they're riding the slides, they go off the ramp. Then they like, or was it Return to Amashu? I, I think it was the I think it was the uh, first ep- or the first one, the former. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, no, I I don't. Okay, well, that's a callback to there. Out of nowhere, Aang, Aang like, comes out of like literally nowhere and um, makes his presence known to everybody. And it's just like, hey, guys, and lands uh, in front of this giant scaffolding of uh, around the statue and is like, it's spears around his neck. He's like, uh-oh, don't think I th- thought this through. Um, <laughs> and then he does something interesting. Uh, I also love the fact that Sokka's like, yep, we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Ever the optimist. Um, but then Aang utters something. He does, he uses, uh, uses his mouth, uh, to enable and egg on this Zuko, this captain. We finally have a name for him. His name is, hmm. uh, Zuko. And is that when he takes to the skies and flies up to the scaffolding there? Uh, yes, I believe so. Oh, crap. They, uh, he, anyway, so, um, Zuko, they, they kind of have a back and forth conversation. Then uh, Zuko has his has Kaya and Sokka thrown into a pit, and Aang then yeah does create some smoke and dust to uh, you know put a smoke screen up and flies away, and is on the scaffolding. Yeah, and I guess yeah, this is when the big fight scene happens. And I do like that we get a little little attack scene with Momo and uh, did you say it was hockey? Hockey, correct. Yeah, so that was that was fun. I. We don't get a ton of it, but I, I thought that was nice to see. There's a lot of good stuff here uh, with, with this, personally. Um, anyway, so yeah, th- those those two go at it. Those two have a spat. and um, Then uh, Zuko is, starts blasting Aang with fire. Now, these are bamboo rods that make up the scaffolding, I believe, or just, you know, just simple wood, which can be lit on fire. And Zuko starts throwing fire at it. And this one suspiciously sounds like Brian Kenitsko guard uh, is like, you can't do that, sir. And then Zuko just tosses him aside and uh, takes the rope uh, up, I guess uh, the quick way up with the, with the um, rope uh, lit levers, like it's Assassin's Creed and it goes up. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And we do cut to, uh, Sokka and, and Kaya down there as they're trying to figure out how to get out of their little their little trapped area that they're in. Yeah, we'll see more of that a little bit later. Yeah, no. Uh, um, but mostly this is just a big fight scene for like four minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is true. There's a lot of action in this 15 minute uh, se- segment, but I think do you think yeah. it gets a lot of characterization down at all or at least gives us a sense of what the characters are like? Excuse me. Does a good job giving a sense. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I figured. Um, 
Yeah, it seems also one thing is that the uh, this, this Zuko character is very relentless, just as he was in the uh, opening. He's very relentless at getting Aang. Um, yeah. By the way, when I was talking about like difference of like eyes and whatnot between like this Aang and uh, you know uh, regular Aang, uh, look no further than uh, nine forty three. He looks a lot more like I don't know, like how do I describe like doesn't look like him like or like it does yeah. and also doesn't it's it's weird but i also like it it's 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 weird anyways just shows you what how changing the eyes and the shape of eyes like almost makes a person different it's kind of interesting yeah yeah definitely very different designs but yeah not not bad designs either it's just yeah like a parallel uh, universe version totally interesting to see the first draft if you will um yeah. Then we get a little segment, like a, a almost a one take. This is awesome, by the way. Like, so the whole scaffolding is like three D animated, and then yeah. Kanetsuko had to go and hand animate all this fire, uh, which she said was brutal. But <laughs> this little like one take of between hockey and Momo is just well done, like really, really cool. And again, uh, don't know if we had something like this again. Um, just really intricate, and I, I think it works really well. And the way it ends uh, is really genius for Momo as well, where he has a yeah. tail, right? So he like wraps his tail around like this beam and kind of like goes in a spins in a circle and hockey just like smacks right into the wall and like gets knocked unconscious. Yeah, it's nice because it shows a little bit more cleverness for Momo and also potentially the end of, of hockey. Maybe he died here and that's why uh, that's why he never saw him again. <laughs> yes, yeah, as the uh, creators propose. <laughs> Uh, and also he found food. Uh, Momo did, I mean, excuse me. Um, so this this whole scene, by the way, was later retooled and reused. And if you remember the waterbending scroll, I believe, um, in book one, where there was the pirate captain and that pirate mm. captain had a uh, sort of uh, a pet parrot uh, or chimeric parrot, excuse me. Yeah, and not done the same way but the fight scene like the i guess the chase between momo and and them uh didn't really end in the same result i think but it was that that's that was later used uh, from this so uh lifted i guess or inspired by excuse me yeah i was thinking of that actually yeah there you go it's like wasn't there some sort of parrot in that one episode (laughs) yeah uh so the fire troopers are putting out the fire with water interesting uh you think that they could just extinguish it with their power anyway um i don't know how those i didn't know i I, how how do those um how does water tanks work exactly and hoses work um because that means there has to be like water pressure so anyways so atop the scaffolding um the scaffolding is getting uh well lesser by the minute it's kind of like a scene or event out of fall guys in a way um and yeah it's just they're they're both a, i don't know who has the high ground yet by the way <laughs> i think it's zuko uh, uh probably after well it's funny it's funny because zuko's like you know just he keeps firing at ang literally firing and he's like come on fight back and then ang gives a smirk and then does so it's like he's been holding back the whole time like interesting yeah. it does seem that way and again yeah he We'll eventually save this guy so yeah maybe didn't want to put him in too much risk since he was so high up yeah he's he's kind of he's kind of characterizes he has a lot more power than he 
shows, but he's really holding back because, again, I don't think he's showing off, but I think he, well, we'll see. Actually, yeah, I'm going to hold on that. Hold that, hold that thought. But like, yeah, he's certainly a lot more, yeah, maybe he's that like talented, but lazy type. Like he's really talented, but he just is like, yeah, I'd rather be like, you know, I'd rather just be relaxing and chilling than doing, uh, doing work. Yeah, it could be. Uh, what do you think about these uh, these daggers that we see these these fire daggers from Zuko? I mean, we see them in uh, like episode one of book two, if you remember. Um, but I think they are they get a lot more useful and or get a lot more use, excuse me, uh, in this pilot, which I wish you used more of. Uh, not not in this, I mean, but I mean in the series, which even yeah. the creators are like, oh yeah, we did this, forgot about that, <laughs> uh, or at least maybe not that, but that's that's probably not it, but like. I guess we could have done more with this, uh, which I agree with. Um, Aang like blasted Zuko back onto the statue and then like helicopters over to Zuko as he, you know, scales his way up onto the forehead. And as he comes and comes down, Zuko catches the staff with his like feet and throws it backwards as he like, there's a really good like back handspring. And yeah, the fight is on as he brings on these daggers. Yeah. Um, are you going to like burn the avatar to death or what's, what's happening here? <laughs> huh. uh, anyway. Meanwhile, back at, uh, back in the pit, I guess Zuko really was stuck in the well again. Sokka was stuck <laughs> in the well. Sokka. Excuse me. Um, again, 1124. Look at guitar. Look at Kaya's eyes. Look at her eyes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Very, very different. Uh, and I like it a lot. I don't know. Why. Also, her hair bands, her her braids, excuse me, are a lot different than what they are in the series. I guess they're a little more thin, and they look. Yeah, they, 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 I think they're in a different position as well. Apparently, at least what I feel like I, we should know this, but uh, apparently, what Kanitsko said is that the way they uh, drew them in the actual series is what uh, it's closer to looking like with the actual like traditional Inuit uh, hairstyle. She's like, hmm. oh, that's really that's really cool um also she's wearing a uh, betrothal necklace of some sort eh? oh yes i haven't seen that in a while uh, but we see Sokka trying to trying to use his boomerang with some rope to escape and yeah as usual with with Sokka, as we'd see in the series it's it's not going so well i mean poor Sokka, he's always kind of a failure but luckily katara feels some water dropping on her head from above and Kaya. Kaya. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so hard to remember. Which, by the way, what do you think about the name? Are you glad they switched to Katara? Or it's kind of hard to say since we've got so much attachment to that that character now. That is true. Uh, I like her name. I, I, it's, it's very gentle. Um, yeah. It is cool that they at least brought it back in the way that is her mother's name and then another person's name, but I can't say right now. Mm hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Sockles, you know, I'm freaking, freaking, because he's like, don't, now's not the time to water bend because she, because those, because those fire troopers used to, like, they, they were using, like, water tanks, right? Tanks of water to put out the fire of the scaffolding. And then one drop, there's a drop that, uh, gets onto her forehead and she's like, I got an idea. And she uses Ang's technique, the setup, she uses Ang's technique of using her legs. And she's able to cause the water to, she pulls the water from the tower itself and it floods 
Uh, they're a little well, although I saw some a grate underneath them that probably leads to even more water going in there, but whatever. Yes. There's enough gallons in there to probably like, you know, uh, basically really good water effect, by the way. Um, pull them uh, or uh, raise them up, excuse me, from the water, uh, from the bottom, which again, really brilliant. I, I, I love that. Maybe a nice little uh, arc for her or I, mean, I don't know, arc, but a uh, nice little uh, success for her there. Uh, also, uh, not so successful for this one guard at 11.58. Yeah, but the big eyes, the bug eyes. Seems as though he suffers from big eyes syndrome or whatever it is. Uh, I guess uh, no, not everything. It's just funny. He has these googly eyes like, wah! Uh, and yeah, Tara, I, I, Kaya and Sokka are free. Uh, go back up to the statue. So funny thing about the statue, which I kind of like, uh, the um, uh, the creators were talking about this. This used to be an avatar. This used to be a statue of the avatar, and it's now being retrofitted to be uh, uh, the, the Fire Lord. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, mm. so they're actually like, they're... I guess yeah. Showing uh, this fire nation is showing their control by um, taking statues and I guess iconography and putting themselves over it. That is uh, pretty interesting. I will say that much. Um, but yes, the fight on the uh, forehead of this uh, div- divided being, if if you will, uh, symbolism. I think. Um, I just I just want to gush, but yeah, I, you probably heard me like gush and gush and gush about this too much but yeah just the fight scene is just very well done and uh yeah i enjoy it basically just ends with oh the slow motion as well is hilarious where like <laughs> zuko goes for like a kick and you see his tongue sticking out and then ang also is just like wow with his tongue coming out as well i'm like let's go yep. and uh basically has him uh yeah like luke in episode five where he's <laughs> like you are you got nowhere to go and uh states that um I surrender now and I'll let my father go easy on you. Your father? Wait. Is your father the Fire Lord? Mm. Has, he instructed, has he instructed you to like bring this avatar back to him for some reason? How interesting. I wonder how he did get that scar, by the way. Yeah, and it's also interesting. You mentioned that uh, the avatar state isn't really in this episode. But I don't know. We see something somewhat similar. Where his, his arrow lights up, his eyes get all, you know, glowy. And then he does something he doesn't seem to know that he does. He knocks Zuko off the top of the of that idol thing there. And then he has to like shake his head like, oh, what just happened? So I don't know. It it does seem like there's a, a touch of the Avatar state in this. I think I'll I'll explain what I meant a little better. I said the Avatar state is in this, but it's not like what it was beforehand. Um it's not like what it was in the series, excuse me. Uh, so, but first, like, you know, Aang's pushed on the side. He's like, got nowhere left to go. Uh, he flings himself off the, uh, off of the, the statue and Zuko's just like, what? And then I guess something awakens, woke, uh, Aang woke, uh, inside of Aang. And he like gets this like second consciousness or state runs up the side of like the statue from behind, uh, Zuko and blasts him with air. And it's like, is this like a second wind of some sort or like a, a safety net of some sort? Like, what's going on here? And the creator's state that basically this avatar state is like a fight or flight response. And Aang actually put himself into it. And I'm like, 
Hey, you sly dog. Like, you, you got... <laughs> You have the gonads to do that? Like, holy smokes, the cojones on this bud. Like, wow. Oh, okay. And then what Caleb said follows. Uh, where he's like, oh no. Oh crap. I uh, I went I went too hard. Zuka, where are you? Oh no. And uh, flies down there quickly and grabs him by the uh, with his legs. Uh, showing that he is uh, a complete trickster and uh, yeah, just doesn't want to hurt anybody. It's like, let's go. That's 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 pretty awesome. Glad something translated over from uh, this episode. Even if he is a little more mischievous. Uh, but he uh, and quickly sees uh, Sokka and Kaya being, you know, uh, surrounded. And so he's like, all right, hang on, coming over. Uh, dumps Suko off at, uh, at the nearest wall, uh, smashes into it, then falls onto Hockey, which who is still alive. And they get squished by Sokka. Ouch. Uh, on his backside. That sucks. Uh, Sokka readies his boomerang uh, for to I guess attach on to was it Skyhook or whatever it was from Dark Knight Rises uh, or sorry Dark Knight and gets up onto uh, onto attached onto Aang's glider. He and Tara Kai grab each other and get out of there. And then uh, <laughs> unfortunately Momo's also grabbed uh, with some food, which is pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, after that. Uh, and and congratulates Sokka of like, hey go, hey man, thanks for getting the food. That was awesome. You ended you ended up getting the food, which is true. Sokka did end up getting the food. There you go. So that uh, little bit's completed, and uh, then uh, we see Kaya again, really hanging on to Ang, which she's probably loving in a way. Um, but she's not having it. She is uh, definitely uh, again not 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 into this. Not so much. She's she's like really having a friend and Aang's just all being there like, Hey man, like get to like fly with the avatar. Like what else is better? <laughs> oh, and uh, clearly at 1358 hockey is still uh, flying around probably a little stunned and uh, sore, but he is still alive. Uh, and so is Zuko as he's uh, peeved off and uh, gives a look, a concerned look. Yep. The, the beginning of a vendetta beginning of uh, a rivalry between these two yes potentially or i guess not beginning since it's supposed to be like the fifth episode or something so continuing uh like a one-sided one-sided argue or rivalry you could say well actually no because like ang was kind of egg and zuko yeah. on which is interesting yeah. really enabling him yeah then we get the final shot which again we'll see a lot of in the proper series of them kind of just resting on appa oh well actually just because i'm seeing it appa's eyes actually look a lot bigger and different than usual yeah, I think his horns are also smaller a bit, and he also has like more of a beard underneath him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's less white in his eyes. Maybe that's it. Like the the black part's a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I know what you mean, but hmm. yeah. Kaya ends the narration. You know, just I guess discussing mulling over the events that just happened. Um, wondering if like one of their next adventures will help save the world <laughs> so it doesn't seem to be like there's any plan other than just like going around uh or i guess to like master all the elements like there's no crunch there's no there's no reason to like i guess just you know go around and learn all the elements uh because there's nothing like there's no big threat coming <laughs> other than the fire nation is you know at war with the world <laughs> yeah yeah, and of course we have to 
end off on a little bit of a joke as Aang is sleeping there. And he just slowly glides and then falls off the top of the head. Yeah, he uh, slides, I should say, not glides. Yeah, he he turns his head, you know, he's turning his head like he's in bed. And uh, yeah, it just falls off. Appa. And he's like, oh, no, I meant to do that. <laughs> Which yeah. I actually remember that being one of the promos in it, like in the day when they did like Avatar promos. I think even some of the promos on the uh, in the extras of the DB- Blu-rays, uh, they have that as well, where they still use uh mitchell's eyes our eyes his um his voice excuse me oh that's interesting yeah and uh one final note i forgot to mention bring up uh which i had brought which i had set up all the way back in return to omashu uh in return to omashu there was uh the entire scaffolding in that episode and i said that this was it was actually a relic from a previous plot point and that was from this episode, mm. except it was done very differently. And it was Azula in place of Zuko and uh, didn't last as long, I'd say. And wasn't much of a set piece until they went onto the slides. But it was interesting that they brought that back, though. Uh, I think it really is like this one of the standout bits in this episode. So anyways, uh, that's the episode. Yep. But uh, I guess I'll give my final thoughts for this one. Um, I think as a pilot, this does a pretty good job setting things up. It definitely has a big emphasis on action, which is a pretty, I mean, that's, that's fair. The series itself has a pretty big emphasis on action and they need all that stuff. This stuff has uh, more standout moments in terms of action than like any sort of random, like one off, you know, climax to an episode. I think this one stands out more than most and they do a good job setting up the little in the, in the little screen time that we have, they do a good job setting up the dynamics with all the characters. I mean, a little bit of the, the plot elements of Aang being this important person that they need to protect and train. They, they do a good job establishing all that stuff. So so as an unaired pilot that no one saw, I think this could have been seen by folks. But, but I guess it is very different from what they eventually did. So maybe it's fair that it wasn't shown. But, but still good. How about you? Well, I'll ask this: Had you seen this pilot as a kid, would you have been like, "Yeah, I would have. Uh, I, w- I want to see more of this." Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm certainly feeling this episode. Um, I gotta say, I, if if I ever show this to a kid, uh, or if I ever show Avatar to a kid, I have to show this first. Like, I I just want to see their reaction. Uh, almost do like an experiment of like what they think of episode zero to episode one. Uh, book one i mean where it's just like wait what what's going on here I, I already know this why is why is this girl's that like that's that's kaya why is her name katara like what, what's going on here like i so want to do that just to like see what happens <laughs> um but no yeah as i as i laid out my cards in the beginning i really enjoy this episode um it's a very good concept uh i think it does definitely even if it's miss, I, I I don't know if they had come up with Uncle Iroh uh, at one point early on, but I really it there is some stuff missing, obviously, and that's not that's not fair to this uh, this pilot. We have to treat it as its own thing, its own separate entity from the rest of the series, because uh, yeah, Zuko kind of just does. I don't know if he does have as much complexity without Uncle Iroh there, but I I think we saw that though the complexity with him can hold up 
uh, in like an episode by himself in Zuko alone, for instance. Uh, I think, or I mean, even though we had like his family members in there still, I think I think he still holds up uh, in there. But at least at face value, he. Do you think he comes across as like a a like must? No, he's not a mustache twirling villain. But like, do you think of him as like a forgettable villain, or do you think there's character to him this early on? Yeah, they seem to do a decent job setting up that he's going to be the big baddie. So it doesn't feel just one off. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Like, it's a character who is very driven and who you know wants this for a re- like wants Aang for a reason. So yeah, I think I think you're right in that in that sense. Um. But yeah, no, everything else, like, despite characterizations, I honestly want to see, like, more of, like, this side of the world, like, this this rough draft, if you will, or this, like, draft two of, of Avatar. But no, nah, I'm feeling it. I, I would highly recommend it uh, before anybody watches Avatar kind of late now, given that this is book in between book two and three. So, oh, well. But yeah, go give this a watch. Uh, and hopefully they can, if they ever do a, 4k release of uh the tv show uh or again uh one please put the avatar extras in there somehow please uh, it's like a, almost like a commentary format and uh two uh definitely put the uh pilot in there somewhere not just with it with the commentary by the creators of course but also without the commentary seeing this in 4k oh man it must look really good mm. uh, so. yeah Oh, but since we've arrived at the end, do you have any uh, any final words for us as we march forward to book three? Yes. No. Um, next time, everybody, if you and your friends happen to be uh, on an adventure together, tour in the world, uh, on somehow on your uh, with your taxi driver or a chauffeur uh, in some vehicle or by means of travel, and you're chased by a crazy lunatic with a scar on their face and is uh, trying to nab you for some odd, strange reason. Will you also learn to like bend like the Avatar? Till next time, everybody. On to book three. (laughs) 